1: Done.
2: The opinions and suggestions expressed on the following program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily endorsed by KRMG, Cox Media Group Incorporated, or the program sponsors. It's an Ask the Experts Weekend on News 1023 KRMG. Welcome to Wheels with automotive experts from Cecil & Sons Discount Tires in Sand Springs and Tulsa Gas Technologies. Your CNG expert here to answer your questions about your car, truck, or SUV. To join the program, call 918-460-KRMG. That's 918-460-5764. Or you can text your questions to 95920. The Ask the Experts weekend rolls on with Wheels with Lloyd Boland, Troy Cox, Tom Sewell, and the host of Wheels, Denver Fox. Well, say it ain't so, but they're dumping the Volkswagen Beetle from its lineup. To talk about that on this edition of Wheels. Good morning, welcome in. I'm Denver Fox. It is seven oh seven. We got our panel of experts here for us, and uh, Tom Sewell, Tulsa Gas Technology. You know, Volkswagen, the old Volkswagen anyway, not the newer one, but certainly the older one, was the simplest kind of car that even people with a limited amount of mechanical knowledge could repair and kind of maintain it was almost like a sophisticated lawnmower engine really
3: yep they were the working man's car and we called them bugs when we oh were yeah. Them, yeah not a beetle
2: that's right it was uh the bug they are dumping the bug from the lineup and the guy who's in charge of research and design for vw told reporters at a big show the bug is being replaced by vw's all electric microbus. uh id the buzz by 2022 so uh. everything's going electric now so i don't know
3: i saw pictures of that too not impressed
2: yeah well yeah, anyway the old beetle bug there's a few of them around still i
3: like them I, it, my next door neighbor has one and i i like seeing
2: it i, I saw one of the buses one of the hippie buses type. oh yeah you see a few of those every once in a while most of those are gone but uh the few that are around are really become very valuable if they're oh in good they shape. bring
3: big big money
2: they're, they're a great deal so what's going on in the world of uh, natural gas and compressed natural gas?
3: Oh, we're still making gas every day. Um, it seems like right now in our mechanic shop, we've got trailers coming through like crazy. Um, contractors are starting to hear, listen to the radio and realize they got brake problems. Um, but something we're I hope people are hearing is, is travel trailer season's coming. And those same rules apply to those travel trailers. Maybe not the DOT rules, but the laws of physics. If you don't take care of the brakes and wheels and hubs... You're going to be broke down inside the, the road, and it's thousands of dollars to tow a motorhome somewhere. I a saw a,
2: a highway patrol stopping a truck, a vehicle, big vehicle, just the other day, and he's going around checking something with yep. the vehicle. He was checking things, and I'm, I'm made me think, oh, I bet he's doing some of those DOT inspections yep, right there. Yeah, that's called
3: a roadside inspection, and they will nail you when they get you out like that because they've stopped you because they saw something. They didn't just go, hey, I'm going to get that guy. So they've saw something that led to an inspection.
2: Now, these rules have been on the books for a while, but they are cracking down on them now. And it is if you don't uh, get your vehicle up to specs, so to speak, uh, it's big bucks to uh, pay your way out of that. One of the things we've talked about, it doesn't take a lot for a pickup or a trailer to have a weight rating of more than 10,000 pounds, that means you fall under the United States DOT rules and regulations, of course. And I got a story here, this made me think of you. This is a little bit different, but this is out of England. A driver in a van in England was pulled over. Police noticed that the van suspension was a bit close to the ground. So it was one of those key things you look you at. They opened up the back of this Mercedes-Benz Sprinter and they found a pallet of five Thousand cans of ABV polisher lager. It was beer, basically. Each one, 14.2% alcohol. Now, while the haul was perfectly legal, the weight of the van was not. <laughs> it was 3,300 pounds oh. over the legal limit. So the driver will have to go to court and face charges, and oh, God knows what kind of fines he's going to have to pay. You betcha.
3: So if that was in the United States, what would happen? You, you would get what they call an out of service violation. So they would stop you until someone comes and either unload that vehicle to get the weight rating correct or they would have to load it on a trailer that could handle the weight rating to tow it out of there. Wow. Yeah.
2: He's just, he's just had enough beer for, like, a weekend party or something, probably, or going to the Admiral Twin Drive-In. It would have been the thing around here, well, probably. Well, that thing's
3: opening up again real quick. It's opening up tonight. Yeah. Uh,
2: it actually, last night, I guess, is when it uh, first opened Sounds up. Sounds like a party. Yeah, it does. But anyway, just another one of those examples of uh, weight and things that the police are looking for you out there. You don't
3: realize it because, like, I have drive a half-ton truck, so it's 6,800 pounds And then you put any kind of little trailer, those little uh, uh, 5 by 10 utility trailers, those have a 3,500-pound rating, so you're over ten one. If you're in business and you cross a state line with that, they can nail you. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Right.
2: Anyway, more information. By the way, you've got a nice little, I guess it's a brochure, a pamphlet, a workbook, if you will, that simplifies pages and pages and pages of state rulings that you have to go through but this is a, a, a real easy book to go through to see if you're uh, well you probably aren't but uh, this will tell you where you're not in compliance and if uh, that doesn't help then you guys do that at Tulsa yep. Gas tech
3: Yeah look at that book it's free it's on our website and uh, we have a hot button at the very bottom it says DOT compliance and if you don't understand it call we'll come out and help you get set up. Um, but it's a—it's uh, easy to do, a little complicated, just like anything government. Um, sometimes you just got to have someone talk in plain language, not attorney talk or not government talk. Uh, use plain Okie language and get you right through
2: it. We should also put that on uh, on our wheels page. Yeah, we should. We should do that. Take care of that, will you? Let's get that (laughs) done. You can get it right now. Get the links on our wheels page at krmg.com. Troy Cox with Cecil & Sons Discount Tires in Sand
0: Springs and Sepulpa. Good morning. Good morning. And throw one in there we've talked about several weeks back, but I'm getting some of our clients that have lawn services and such, you know, start spinning up. And a lot of those guys are running unmarked trailers, unmarked trucks. Uh, You know, several of them are businesses that are just getting started, which is great. I mean, America's built on entrepreneurship but i think tom could probably speak better this just because you don't have you know joe's lawn care or some other name on the side of the truck doesn't mean you're not involved in commercial service
3: you bet and they will stop you and ask you roadside um inspection on you and then when they do that they're going to look at how you've got your equipment tied down just because it's in the trailer doesn't mean it doesn't have to be secure. And so they're gonna look at everything like that. there's all kinds of rules on how you tie down equipment versus the weight, uh, how it's chained, whether you get one chain, two chain, three chains. Um, So you can't just throw stuff in a trailer no more.
2: I was driving behind a dump truck the other day that had one of those signs that said, stay 200 feet behind or you might get gravel. We're not responsible. And I thought of what you was telling me, they are responsible. They are
3: responsible. And now I'll tell you another thing. (laughs) I'm thinking about putting that sticker on my race cars. (laughs) (laughs) The one that says, do not pass. Do not collect $200. I like that. Stay 200 feet behind me. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's right. That's right.
0: But, yeah, we're seeing a lot more trailers, not just, you know, commercial trailers, but we're seeing travel trailers, boat trailers starting to, you know, people are bringing them out of storage, getting ready for the season. And, yeah, you know, most likely your tires are low from sitting all winter. Air them up ideally before you move it anywhere, and you know, just recognize whether you've got a boat trailer, a utility trailer, a motor home, most of your trailer service tires, most of your recreational vehicle service tires are only warranted for four years. That's it. Yeah. So you start looking at five, six, seven-year-old tires, they may work for you. But your rates of failure keep going up, especially if you're not – being a little proactive in how you store them you know i think trailers are a great place for nitrogen because you know you're going to have those molecules seeping through the body of the tire no matter what you inflate it with wouldn't you be better served to inflate it with something that's inert rather than something that's got oxygen in it which is a reactive Mm -hmm. gas yeah Uh, i think for stored vehicles for trailers for things that sit a lot you know nitrogen is i think a really good investment probably far more so than just on a regular daily driver but um you know, again, they're just sitting all the time. That's creating issues for you down the road. So, you know, if you've got that epic road trip coming up and those trailer tires are four or five years old, yeah, you don't want to spend several hundred dollars on a fresh set of tires. I understand that. But what's it gonna cost you if one lets go on the side of the road? Yeah. I've got several neighbors that have trailers. Oh,
2: everybody's got a trailer yeah. now. And they just sit in the backyard. They sit in the I, backyard. And I think about the you know, they don't roll, they don't move, they don't do anything. And yeah. man, that's something you need if you when you do use it
0: you got to make sure they're going to be serving you well. Absolutely. I mean, I will bet this summer, because every summer we'll have two or three boat trailers come in, and typically they're tandems because if they're singles, they come in on a flatbed wrecker of some sort. But we'll have a tandem come in, and one of the wheels will have run completely off, and they'll limp it on three. And at that point, they're looking at a complete axle more often than not. And some of the manufacturers, uh, Ranger's one, we've run into a lot of issues with, you know, there being, you either have to modify the trailer for a commercially available axle, or you've got to order one from Ranger, which they build to suit, and your boat trailer's down six, seven, eight weeks while you wait for Ranger to do that. Great boats. Not not Mm -hmm. ragging on Ranger boats. But, you know, when you buy a branded boat, trailer, and in a package you may well not have something that's readily accessible Ah, okay easy fix for that is have your bearings cleaned and packed regularly just because you've got a grease on the end of the axle doesn't mean you're getting grease to all the bearings and if one of the seals and tom was talking about this before we went on air he sees so many commercial trailers where the rear seals have been in so long they're just breaking down on a boat trailer that's horrible because you're backing it into you know water water, water yeah yeah especially if it's like Keystone, which is very salty. That's yes, right. You know, that's, that's sitting in there, and you're not baking it out. You're typically not draining them. They're going to go sit in your backyard for four or six months at a time. Yeah, that's not going to end well. You know, little side story.
2: KRMG's AM <clears throat> Transmitters over by Manford, over by the Keystone. Yes. It was built before Keystone dam was built and before the lake happened and they can you know did a lot of ciphering and made the pattern exactly where it's supposed to be to comply with fcc rulings after they built lake keystone because of the salt content it was so great like you're talking about there it changed our pattern so that we had to go in and modify our pattern they had to go in and have engineering redo the you know the the ground plane and all that stuff was affected by this and the signal was affected by that and uh, it was kind of interesting that there's that much salt in a Keystone that would affect, if it affects a radio signal up in the air,
0: certainly it affects your tires if you have to back into them like that. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just, you know, uh, trailer maintenance just b- drops below the noise floor for so many people. Oh, it's no big deal. It's not a big deal. We run them for years and years, and most of the time we have no trouble at all. But when we do have trouble, it's generally big trouble. And, you know, it's just like everything else we talk about when we're talking about maintenance. Fluids, grease, those things are cheap. Hard parts are not maintenance will always save you money over breaking things yeah and we got uh, Lloyd Bolden here the king
2: of the crankshaft and uh, the uh, inventor of PC41 plus headlamp restoration kit a uh, wonderful product to keep your headlamp lenses all clear so they get cloudy and they probably are cloudy if you haven't looked at them or thought about it gradually changes and uh, this is something you need to yeah, it's that take time care of. of
1: year they've been neglected all winter yeah a lot that's of them. true. but uh, I was thinking about the I'm afraid to break my trailer out now <laughs> after all this okay. <clears throat> no, I, we do sons, yeah. like Troy uh, we take every time it goes out if it's going to go out of town or something we always check the wheels and everything because if you don't you get out on the road and you hear a noise you're in trouble yeah that is true but anyway it's I don't know how far is that going to get out to me and my little car trailer
3: <laughs> you know if, if you're staying local uh, and you're a little small guy I don't think they're out to get yet by no means it's the commercial operations that are out there running um, that's who they're looking for and and honestly I think they're looking for the larger trailers you get into the 26 yeah. they got their hands full um, they're doing a good job um, but if they can stop one accident from something falling oh, yeah. off or a wheel it's all worth it
1: yeah Lloyd I bet you've worked on a few Volkswagen bugs in your day I have yes we used to see a lot of those believe it or not
3: those were a lot more fun
2: to work on than the more complicated ones now uh, with computers. Unless they things. had AC on them. That was a
1: nightmare. <laughs> I didn't think they had AC. Oh, the they put do. them on them. But oh, would they? Yes, yeah. that window
3: right there, the front where it yeah. opens up. <laughs> oh. No, they were
1: very unique and just basic, basic cars. Yeah. And it they they last forever. Yeah. Rust got most of them. Yeah, that's true. The Rust and, did. Uh, but that was called the people's car. That's when it was built. But I think it was uh, Hitler. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mercedes design, not Mercedes. Uh, was it Mercedes? Very Porsche. Porsche. Yeah, Porsche, Porsche designed that. And they, uh, the ones I have now are they're, they're neat little cars, but they're not just they're not the same. No, not quite the same.
2: No. All right, seven twenty one here on this Saturday morning. If you got a question for us, nine one eight four six OKRMG, and we got some text messages. We'll answer those at nine five nine two zero. You're listening to Wheels on News one zero two three K R M G. We frequently talk here on the Wheels program about keeping your vehicle updated and uh, keeping it running longer, and that's what they do at Tulsa Gas Tech Fleet Maintenance. Keeps your vehicles running, plus uh, keeps uh, helps you with the commercial paperwork that you have, of course, with most all of the commercial vehicles. And you can check the link on our Wheels page at krmg.com. Get more information about that. Let's take a call real quick here at seven twenty-four. David is on the line. David, good morning. You have a problem with your shocks, huh?
1: Yes, sir. I've got a 2011 Ford F-350, which I know is never going to ride like a Cadillac, but I'm, I'm fixing to put new shocks on it. i got a little over 220,000 miles, and I was just wondering what brand of shocks you would recommend.
2: Troy, you do a lot of shock
0: work. Yeah. I like the Monroe, and right now their Monroe's got rebates running this month and next March and April that will help take some of the sting out of it. Um I just always, always had great luck with the Monroe products, and uh, you know they still do the lifetime warranty. Although you do have to maintain your your invoice now. It's not like it was back in the day where you could just send them in helter skelter because folks were robbing them out of salvages and sending them in. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like the Monroes. I, I don't think you would, uh, I don't think you'd be unhappy with the Monroe line. And they'll have a couple of choices for that vehicle, but. I mean, again, the shocks are designed to control pitch and roll. They're not really going to uh, change the springs and the, the stiffness of the ride.
1: So on these great Oklahoma roads, especially our turnpikes, what would you recommend to take some of the bounce out of it?
0: You know, uh, you probably have more bounce than you did new just because the shocks have to be weak. They're probably not controlling oscillation as well as they did new. But, you know, the trade-off for better cornering, better braking may be a slightly firmer-feeling ride, regardless of what we go with. Um, I would see if they do the reflex. Um, I don't know if, I don't think they do it for that heavy a truck. You're probably going to be looking at something like the OE Spectrum. Um, if you're looking for ride and you aren't working the truck commercial, I'd stay away from the gas magnum. I mean, that yellow gas magnum is the traditional commercial shock, and for our commercial clients, it's still our first choice. But for ride probably something like the oe spectrum or the reflex if they build it for that model
1: yeah you're going to see a definite change no matter what you put on it because shocks now since they're gas operated by gas they have they'll tighten up as well as loosen up and it will just annihilate the road. Yeah, so it'll yeah. that'd be a good place to start. Anyway, David, thanks for your call this morning. Appreciate that.
2: Text message at nine five nine two zero says I see a lot of travel trailers with blowouts on the side
0: of the road. Looks like brand new travel trailers, and
2: sometimes has to do with ratings, doesn't it, Troy?
0: Absolutely, we see brand new trailers come in that have higher gross vehicle rate ratings on the sticker than the two or four tires that the manufacturer set them out with not often but it does happen the more common issue is it's just really easy to get a lot more stuff in that trailer than you really stop to think about it's and you up. end up overweight yep sure it does 727
2: we got the latest news from our 24-hour fox news center coming up next this is wheels on an ask the experts weekend on krmg Press Natural Gas. You need to talk to Tom here about all the rebates, the tax credits that help you cover the initial investment, and then the savings you get from then on, lower, lower prices. And check the link at Tulsa Gas Tech on our wheels page at krmg.com. And gas prices, speaking of gas prices, they're, they are going down a little bit right now.
3: They did this week, and then oil's at 62, so go figure with that. How yeah. does it work?
2: I'm going to go fill up just in case. Cause it, <laughs> I
3: think it's a good time. Who knows when it may
2: jump back up? Cause
0: Generally, as soon as we get off air. <laughs>
2: really. We, yeah. we talk about it, and it jumps back up. But 268, or, uh, 228 is uh, actually what our uh, gas is on the expressways. It's cheaper in some of the outlying areas, but uh, shop around. You can... Your mileage may vary on that. All right, we're talking about a number of things. we got callers on the line also at 918-460-KRMG. Roy, good morning. You're on wheels. Good morning. You've got some problems with your headlights, right? Tell us about it.
4: Well, I have a 2005 Corolla, and uh, the headlight on my, passenger, on my driver's side went out, so I took it to my little local dealer or repairman. And they put a new bulb in it, and about a week later, it went out again. So I took it back, and they said, well, it's not the bulb. There's just a little loose wire. So they closed the hood, and I took off, and my lights were good. And then when I got off work last night, I turned my ignition on and no headlights. Uh, the head beams work, but the regular beams don't.
1: It's probably so
4: the
3: – yeah,
1: go ahead.
4: just yeah, so now it's both my headlights.
1: Okay, well – you pro- if it's both of them, you've probably got a ground problem, but the first thing to check is the plug that goes on the, the headlight. They will okay. corrode, and they'll sometimes they'll even break inside the plug, and you can't tell it. But if you're losing them both, it's probably going to be a ground problem. But it there's only four, let's see, there'll be five or six wires to that, so it's not a difficult thing.
0: Yeah, it's either ground or short yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Okay.
4: It's, but uh, So then... If I brought it in, let's say, to Lloyd Borland, could I get it fixed? or should You I could if you
1: – well, you'd have to wait a while. And, uh, but you could take it in to Troy now, and Troy could probably get it for you quick. Yeah, I've got oh, uh, a guy
0: at the Amaro location that's pretty good on electrical stuff like that. So i uh, be happy to set up an appointment and look at it for you. And, again, not to take away from your little uh, guy, most of us try to do – And when I say the minimum possible, there's always a negative connotation. I want to fix your car, but I want to fix it as reasonably as possible. So a lot of times, most of us will try cleaning a plug before we go say you've got to buy a new harness. Um, They may have been trying to save you money. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. So let them look at it. Again, it may be a matter of just replacing the plug. It may be uh, you have a wire that's broken. I mean, that... O5 Corolla should have years of service left in it, but Oklahoma roads, vibration, heat, cold, wiring gets stiff, vibration breaks things. They may just need to find where you've got either ground that's come loose or wire that's gotten broken or chafed. Yeah.
3: The time you to take it to through. him is when it is broke, too. Don't let it yeah. come back on. If it's broke right now, that's when to get it in the shop.
0: Right. Because if okay. it's a short nope. you know, if it's a short, it may have taken out a fuse or something, but you know, if it's a loose ground, it could vibrate and start working again, and yes. then he's got a more difficult job of diagnosing it.
1: Yeah, we'd like to see things broke and not kind of partial.
0: Yeah, intermittents drive us okay. yeah. all crazy. Yeah. Well, it, was, it, was tough. Yeah. it wasn't working yesterday, but it's working today. Well crud. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs>
4: okay. So that would mean that if it was a if it was a loose wire or a wire that broke why wouldn't both of them gone out at at the same time instead of the right one and then later on the left one
1: some of that's just characteristics of electricity and none of us have figured out yet how electricity knows the shortest path to ground
3: well it could be two different problems too you could have had a ground wire that wasn't making connection and he fixed that and then there's multiple issues you know with the front
1: okay anyway
0: sometimes well, i mean you I have- improve the connection and get more current flow than yes. the next weak link in the chain breaks
1: yes
2: so gonna have to do a little work there to trace it down yeah. roy
1: it'll probably be a socket
2: yeah. yeah all right roy hope that helps you out there thanks Appreciate well, you. I
4: appreciate your help. Have a great day. Oh, you as can. well.
2: You too. And then she could put some PC41 Plus on there. That wouldn't fix your
1: headlights, but it'll,
2: that's a good place well, to start. Well, you could anyway. probably
1: pour it on there and it'd clean the connection. <laughs> 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 it did look cooler. I've I'm heard good it lot. used for change,
2: stranger stuff. It is. <laughs> 741. This is Wheels on this Saturday morning. It's an Ask the Experts weekend. Troy Cox with Cecil and Son Discount Tires. I imagine, let's see, in about a week, uh, spring break comes up. I imagine you see a lot of uh, kids coming home from college with their cars, leaving them with you, saying, I've got some problems. You do a little work while they're maybe doing their vacation.
0: Yeah, typically spring break and Christmas break and, you know, not as much over Thanksgiving break as as we used to. But, uh, you know, when those cars come home for college, sometimes it's minor stuff. And, you know, we had one come back over Christmas break. And, uh They'd driven through the brake pads and then through the backing plates, and then the backing plates had come out, and they'd been stopping on the actual caliper piston against the rotor. And, you know, basically it wasn't a, you know, cheap brake job. It was basically everything from the hoses out. And when you call mom and dad and say, you know, your little darling's done about $900 worth of damage to the front of this car, you know, you can almost hear the sonic boom as they drop the (laughs) phone and come to see. Wow. And it's like, how did, did little darling not hear this? Well, he did he just turned the radio up so he didn't bother him anymore,
2: anymore. <laughs> right but yeah
0: this is a great time if the kid's coming home especially if you're taking a family trip yeah drop it off get it checked out you've got your cell phone it's unlikely you'll be out of contact you know we can call you we can tell you what we find we can send you pictures
2: you know we talked about this a couple of weeks ago and a lot of times in the winter time with the windows rolled up and radio on or whatever you don't hear a lot of these sounds but as it's getting warmer now and maybe
0: you roll the windows down to kind of get some fresh air you begin to hear some of these things that may have been going on for a while absolutely because cars are better soundproof than they were years ago and with the windows up and heater on blowing and radio on there are things you just don't notice but yeah that first pretty day you roll the windows down you got the convertible you take the top down and it's like whoa what's my car doing yeah again uh, check it out as quick as you can because things generally don't heal themselves and uh, the longer you let something stay broke the more chances you're going to have consequential damage
2: we talked last week about uh, several recalls uh, one was with uh,
0: kia and you've got a new one now with kia right Actually, Hyundai. They're oh, looking Hyundai. for okay. about 155,000 of the 2011 Sonatas because um, they've found that in some accident scenarios, the airbag initiator can short circuit instead of firing the bags. So uh, they're looking for a bunch of those. Also, we uh, switched to daylight saving time tonight. Spring
2: ahead one hour. So if you got one of those weird, most of them are pretty simple now, but some of them have some weird buttons you have to push and hold your mouth a certain way and touch this and do that and punch the pedals and everything to get your car radio to sync up to the new time and may have to dig the manuals out. and
1: My system never fails. <laughs> I'll be correct this year. <laughs> you know why I do that is because it keeps my mathematics sharp. Is that it? Yeah, it does. Well,
2: I don't know if they're going to keep it on daylight saving time. They're talking about trying to legislate that in Oklahoma, which would be I kind hope of, they don't. I do neither. That would be kind of weird because it means the sun in the winter would come up after 8 o'clock in the morning. That's when the sunrise would be. Mm-hmm. And uh, certainly people would get up early and do things in the early mornings, and kids going to school would seem to. Not benefit
3: yeah. from that. and well, the cows, dangerous. it would mess with the cows. <laughs> the cows have their <laughs> ever been we mess with the
2: cows?
0: <laughs> <laughs> who wants cranky cows? That <laughs> <It> is <was> true.
2: <laughs> We're always talking about. We, last week, it we was asking about uh, you know the airless uh, tires. There's always new innovations in tires coming out. And Troy Goodyear had a new concept tire and a, a intelligent tire prototype. And I mean intelligent. This is an open structure, living moss. That grows within the sidewalls of these tires that has come out. And uh, Tire Smart tread design absorbs, circulates moisture and water from the road surface. So you've got a living, breathing, rolling
0: tire. Absolutely. It's- the uh, airless concept tires typically have some type of honeycomb or crossweb structure between the rim and the tread to provide the support that our current tires get from air. This tire takes use of that space, that open space in that webbing, and has an engineered plant life that uh, the tire is designed to provide, a, at least within a fairly narrow uh, range, a great ecological niche for. It's absorbing carbon dioxide. It's releasing oxygen um, between the tire absorbing energy or creating energy from rolling and some Minimal dielectric from the plant growth. They can run a computer sensor. Um, It's pretty cool, but I don't think we'll see it anytime soon. Wow. It cleans
2: the air, too. It absorbs moisture from the road in its treads, and it takes in CO2 from the air to feed the moss inside. I don't know. Having moss on your wheel just seems kind of... uh, like a Bob Dylan. I don't know. Tune there, Sunday Green it?
0: may be as hot as White Wells were once upon a time. And you're going to sleep with that in your garage?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he
0: may get up and walk away while you're yeah, too the- many of us grew up watching The
2: Thing. Oh man, that's wild. Uh, here's another uh, recall. Fiat Chrysler is recalling about 229,000 Ram trucks, mostly in North America, because they can be shifted out of park <laughs> without a key in the ignition or a foot on the brake. Just comes out of park. That'd be scary. Chrysler's had a lot of issue yeah. with a lot of their vehicles they have. coming out of park. They have. This, is, uh, this is covers the 1,500, 2,500, 3,500 pickups and includes uh, some others. And the government documents say if the brake pedal is pushed for a long time when the trucks are running and in park, the brake shift interlock pin can become lodged in an open position. And that increases the risk of an unintended rollaway.
1: Oh, that's nice. Yeah.
2: Yeah, really. So I've never uh, been
3: a huge Dodge guy or or it Ram now. My truck was in the shop from an accident and I had to rent one. And that was one of the best riding vehicles I've ever drove. Yeah. Yeah. I meant the comfort and everything. Um, the little issues would make me crazy, but I was. Crazy impressed with that road.
2: Yeah, we've we've had some Dodges. Just had to, wasn't nothing I necessarily picked out. But when you know, it just happened to have some of those, and uh, they they do have their pluses on it. I
3: still can't get over that it's a Ram now, not a Dodge. You know, I'm, I'm still a. It's just Ram. Uh, I okay.
2: still Ram. Remember
1: remember be the worse, commercial It could be a Fiat. Of the, lady that the highway patrol says, Why'd you. He said, Why'd you stall me? He said, You're driving an ugly truck. <laughs> <laughs> and, it was, and it was a dog. I think that is in the club constitution,
0: isn't it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, Fiat Chrysler says they're not aware of any actual crashes or injuries related to this recall. The company recommends drivers always use the parking brake as a safety precaution. So, the dealer's going to be updating software that will replace a switch if needed. And, uh, They'll be in contact with you about that, so get ready for that. All right, 748 here. Let's go ahead and take a break here on this Saturday morning. If you've got questions for us, uh, you can text them at 95920. we got some of those we'll get to when we come back on an Ask the Experts weekend. This is Wheels on KRMG. Some of the past wheels shows, you can just download one of our podcasts. Go to the wheels page at krng.com. And if you will to get uh, fleet maintenance, Tulsa Gas Technologies is the place to go. One less worry to deal with. Tulsa Gas Tech will do your record keeping as well. And we talked about uh, meeting all the DOT standards, but part of that is keeping the proper records and having all that with you when you get stopped.
3: You betcha. So you got to have your uh, registration. For the trailer and the truck with you. And then you got to have your inspection uh, paperwork, your DOT inspection paperwork for the trailer and for the truck.
2: Now, registrations in Oklahoma is different than like in California. What are you talking about for registration? Well,
3: is... when you go get your tag, there's a little sheet. It just uh, looks like it comes out of the copy machine. But oh, okay. But at the very top, it just says registration. Okay, gotcha. And uh, it's a good idea to keep that in every vehicle, actually. Oh, really? But, okay. But um, you're required to have it in commercial vehicles and on a commercial trailer.
2: I always wonder if I ever got stopped in another state where, the, you know, a lot of them, they require you to have it right there. On you the, bet. And uh, we don't have to do that here. We don't have
3: to have it on your personal vehicle, but it's a good practice if you travel to keep that.
2: Okay. Well, that's a good idea. I may mm. do that from now on. All right. We got some text messages at 95920. Uh, and we have the... Call a little bit earlier from Roy. It was having trouble with their headlights uh, going out, and someone's offering a suggestion. There had their headlights go out. It was the multifunction switch.
3: Could be absolutely could well be. be
2: anywhere <clears throat> in the line. Any kind of fault could yep. cause that. Uh, that anywhere
3: it'll... from the battery to that light, it's something.
2: All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Now we just jumped up here. So uh, let's see. Let me let me move. A bunch of texts come in, and then suddenly you. Uh, lose your place here i want to get back to where we were. okay why does my car shutter
1: when i turn it off they've got a mitsubishi lancer 2003 could be a lot of things my first reflex or well that one would be maybe an engine mount or something that when you turn it off something's moving because there's not many things will make a motor shutter especially when you turn it off
0: yeah but i mean if the engine's touching. actually keeping running on yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's a four-cylinder with a timing belt. If it's jump timing, I guess it could be dieseling, so to speak, after. But mm-hmm. you need a lot more clues yeah. than that. <laughs> yeah. All right, here's another text
2: message. i uh, got a 2007 Dodge Nitro with 4.0 uh, V6 engine. It's idling very rough. Sometimes when I'm, like, coasting into a parking space, the engine will die it's one of those intermittent things that drives you crazy. I had a fuel injector cleaning service done, thought that would resolve the problem. But three or four weeks later, started doing it again. So any recommendations? he has got 172,000 miles
1: on it. I would check the EGR uh, system. If it's electrical, it still could be the same problem. I remember you had that with aluminum once. I right? did. But anyway, the EGR system would be the most common thing. And it, if it doesn't, when the car is warm, after you've driven it in a while and it gets hot, you could have a bad sensor, and it's allowing that valve to open. Oh. And that will that'll make it just kill it, usually. All right. Okay. Cecil & Sons Discount Tires in
2: Sand Springs and in Sepulpa. Uh, you open weekdays, and, of course, you got some uh, deals going on right
0: now, huh? Absolutely. We've got uh, rebates on Michelin and Pirelli of up to $70 per set, BF Goodrich up to $50 per set. Oil up to $40 per set. That's available through the 18th of this month. Uh, Goodyear's got rebates of up to $80 per spent available through the 31st of this month. And Monroe's running rebates on ride con- their ride control products. Uh, varies by what product you buy, but uh, can be up to $100 a set. And that rebate's running into April. Sweet. Uh, you open today till 3? 7.30 to 3 on Saturday, 7.30 to 5.30 during the week.
2: Tom Sewell, Tulsa Gas Technology, uh, keep your car in the proper maintenance. You also have the Synpro oil for uh, synthetic oil that we recommend you use.
3: Yep, I keep uh, forgetting to promote it, but that is the best oil made in the world.
2: Yes, it is. <laughs> You've got a little oil derrick out in your backyard there yep, that produces right out. the synthro oil and bottle it up and everything. By the way, I had a call here, didn't have time to take it, but uh, a lady was called in worried about a carrying registration that thieves might break in and get it and... That might be a problem.
3: No, they can't do nothing with your registration. Um, It doesn't have any critical information except for what's on the car. Okay. Other than your name.
2: All right. So, But that proves it's yours then. Yeah, it proves it's yours. All right. And people want to get the uh, information about how to become, uh, you know, all legal, I guess I should say, as far as DOT, as far as uh, Department of Transportation rules, regulations, as far as weight, as far as commercial vehicles. You've got a very easy-to-understand Booklet, really? You bet. That you can download. It's a PDF file, and we'll see if we can get it on the KRMG and it's uh, free. page.
3: Yeah, free. And you know what she might be thinking is the title. Uh, yeah, no, oh, don't, probably yeah. don't title. keep your title in your car. Keep a copy of your registration. Uh-huh. You, you, yeah, just the the red. It's a. You get it when you buy your tag, and it's the registration, not the title. The is deal. that
0: thin kind of onion the skin paper that yeah. they give you? You know when you pay. Write your check or hand your credit card to get the tag renewed.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. And both you guys have uh, the PC41 Plus Headlamp Restoration Kit that Lloyd invented, and uh, you guys do the process
0: or will sell the kits to people if they want to try to do it themselves. Absolutely. You can buy the consumer kit, seventeen ninety five plus tax. It's fairly easy to use as long as you follow the instruction and do it on an adequately warm day. And if you don't want to tackle it, we're happy to provide the service. All right. Guys, have yourself a wonderful weekend. The news is next on KRMG.